0: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now, the best place for households renting in the private market to live is in a property owned by a vulture fund, so says the chair of the Residential Tenancies Board, speaking at the launch of a threshold report today. Uh, Tom Dunn, the chair of the board, said there was enormous resistance in our society to institutional landlords, which he has always been curious about. Senator Rebecca Moynihan is the Labour Party housing spokesperson. She joins me now, as does Tom Phillips, Managing Director of Tom Phillips and Associates, Adjunct Associate, Professor of Architecture and Planning in UCD as well. Uh, Tom, I might start with you. What did you make of your namesake's comments?
1: Well, what he's saying is that they found that more of the um, institutional funds had had fewer complaints than individual landlords, and if you read through the, the rest of it, I thought it was it was understandable, and it was backed up by Threshold as well, who who came to the same conclusion. But I think referencing vulture funds is unhelpful to all parties.
0: Do you feel these funds, however you want to refer to them, investors, um, are unfairly maligned?
1: I do, yes, because I, I give you an example of the of the foreign direct investment when it comes to the IDA people welcome foreign direct investment towards the IDA and they don't when it's for housing and most of the people working in these companies are Irish I work with quite a few of them and they're all Irish people who are working in the jobs that are might be owned by a, by a foreign company but that doesn't make it wrong
0: Rebecca Moynihan I mentioned the Labour Party housing spokesperson uh, and Labour Party Senator as well is with me uh, Senator you're welcome to the show um, what, what did you make what was your reaction to these comments?
2: Well, I don't think it's a comparison of, you know, who is a good landlord and who is the better landlord between individual landlords and investor fund landlords. Um, I think what we have to do is we have to look at it from the perspective of the tenant. And I understand his um, comments in terms of he was saying, so first of all, they're less likely to be able to, for example, kick you out because of um at moving in another family member um they are less likely to then leave as well because um they are getting in into this in respect of a return and so they're less likely to for example take advantage um of uh, rising house prices in, in order to be able to leave um and sell it on so i think we need to come at this from the perspective of the tenant and there's always an inherent um, tension between what is best for the landlord and what is best for the tenant. But I understand where he's coming from um, in that you have a much more stable security of tenure if it's an investor fund landlord. In saying that, um, I think we need to make sure that it's a robust system that we have in place for any landlord. Um, so that minimum standards are protected, um, that rent is affordable. And I suppose that's one of the key things. And I saw that that's where kind of threshold came back and they were like, well, an awful lot of what's been built at the moment because they're not subject to RPZs, they're very, very expensive. Um, So I don't think it's a case of either or. I think it needs to be what the issues are for the tenant at the very, very heart of it. Um, But I do understand that for example, if I'm living in um an investor funded landlord, they're more professional, they're able to you know buy in um somebody to come and fix things mm. much quicker um and they, I am less likely to be kicked out so I don't think that they're the evil bogeyman um of the sector by any stretch of the imagination but nor do I also yeah. think that they're the 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 the, the um you know or brilliant landlords either They both of them can be,
0: can be bad As, um, do, do you think maybe it's, it's, it's not your party who is responsible for it maybe some of your fellow travellers on the left do unfairly malign them you know and, and lump them all in together you know and, and, and use phrases like vulture funds vampire funds however they want to describe them to, to, to talk about an entire industry
2: Yeah absolutely and I do think that they have a role um, particularly in terms of like forward funding so I think there's a big difference between um, let's say you might have a pension fund that's coming in and they're forward funding a development that otherwise wouldn't be built Um, and they're guaranteeing that they're going to um, buy it and they're forward funding it and we have a problem of finance within uh, the Irish um, development sector and the Irish housing sector anyhow to begin with so I really don't think that you know an individual who decides to buy a house is any more virtuous and um, to it, buy a house in order to have their own investment is any more v- virtuous than these investment funds. Mm. And I think we also maybe need to remember that a lot of these investment funds are actually Irish people's pensions that are invested as well. Um, and they're looking for a return on it in terms of that. So I really don't think that individual landlords are any more virtuous than these funds. But I think there's always a danger that if let's say you have one company or one group and overly dominates something, um, that they are then able to, for example, use their power and the position in the market in order to be able to set rents, use their power and the position in the market in order to be able to lobby against regulation. That's where I think where dangers can kick in. Um, but absolutely, um, I, I don't think that they're bogeyman by any stretch of the imagination. But that's why, why I'm saying is we need to put the people who are renting at the very okay. heart. Well, so let, let, affordable rent, security of tenure, okay. good quality of accommodation. Well,
0: just expand on them a little bit. How, 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 how would you further protect tenants?
2: Well, first of all, I think we should be getting rid of grounds um, as a, a grounds of sale as a way to evict. Um, if you're going to get involved and you're investing in the housing market, I think you have to understand that you're, get, you're um, providing people with a home. They sc- deserve security of tenure in order to have their home. And we should be banning that as a ground and a sale for eviction. In terms of affordable rental, uh, what we are calling for is um, a short-term three-year rent freeze while supplying catches up. Renfrews can have a a, a limited role um, in being able to I suppose, keep in place um, current rental levels, but they don't work generally in the long term. But I do think that as a time limited and time sensitive measure, um, they can work. Um, And also quality of accommodation. So investor landlords, for example, are probably more likely to be registered with the RTB and more likely to be able to take them to the RTB. Uh, There's also a problem if they're not investing in their services and the services side um, of the rental accommodation that it might have difficulty in terms of being able to chase them. Um, in order to be able to get somebody to actually fix something um, they're dealing on a much bigger and larger scale so um, we want to be able to see people being able to go to the RTB for those issues such as quality of a rental accommodation quicker allowing things like pets uh, within rental accommodation that we currently um, did, some landlords don't allow that mm. are included in it they're the kind of issues that we want to look at and, and I think it's much more important uh, to come at it from the perspective of the tenant as opposed to who who owns it. And I certainly don't think that individual landlords are any more virtuous than institutional investors by any stretch of the ima- by any stretch of the imagination. But it's also in saying that that institutional investors' um, rents are tending to be more expensive mm. because they're funding new bills and so they're not subject to the same RPZ rules.
0: Uh, uh, Tom, I mean, uh, Rebecca's position will strike lots of our listeners as eminently sensible. What do you think?
1: I do I, I agree with, with the vast majority of us. I, and you would just have to make the analogy that the institutional funds are professionally run, and they, that's what they do. And a lot of them have, to have a lot of experience overseas. Like we have the lowest level of renting in Europe, and a lot of these funds either are from mainland Europe or from America, and they've been at it for a long time. They know what they're doing, and they have a different tax regime than the individuals who are very pinched because they're paying higher tax rates. And they mightn't be. That's not their main business. It might be that they've inherited a the house or they bought a house as a pension fund or whatever, but they're not running it professionally in the sense of as their main business.
0: All right. Well, despite this sensible conversation, I suspect we're going to still be dealing with phrases like vulture funds and vampire funds for some time yet. Uh, Tom, thank you. Tom Phillips is Managing Director of Tom Phillips and Associates, Adjunct Associate Professor of Architecture and Planning in UCD, and Senator Rebecca Moynihan is the Labour Party Housing Spokesperson. Mm The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Codahy. With Nissan. Weekdays from 4. On News Talk.